I see Hugh Jackson is going to coach at Grambling. It's kind of a renaissance for, for historically black colleges and universities. You have top recruits in, in both football and basketball that, that are now deciding that, that they're going to go play. Instead of, instead of go playing for Alabama or, or Florida or LSU or Ohio State or USC or Texas or Oregon, or, or even in basketball or, or Syracuse or Duke, some of, these, some of these historically successful athletic departments, they were saying that, hey, man, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather go to, 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 to Hampton or Howard or a school where I'm going to have an experience, maybe a smaller school, a lot of kids maybe want to go to an HBCU. There, there, there's. I know I'm not going to get into this in depthly, but there's a lot of smoke at, at at my program, Ohio State, where several people that have left the program have chronicled how disrespected they are and how how the coaches have has, have called them hoodlums and thugs and stuff like that. And as someone that covers Ohio State, I believe it. And where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of these, a lot of these football and basketball factories. They don't care about you. It's not John Thompson, the late great John Thompson, who was at Georgetown. What he did with AI, what he did with with Alonzo Mourning, what he did with Patrick Ewing. Some of these kids that went to play for 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 John Thompson were from the gutter, and John Thompson cared about you as a man first, as a, a combo guard second. And in a lot of these large institutions, you you don't have that. They only they only care if you can if you can come in. Can you give me eight tackles a game? Can you give me eleven sacks a season? Can you average sixteen points? Can you shoot forty percent from behind the arc? And that's all that they care about. So I'm very I'm very proud of Coach Prime, what he's doing. I'm proud of Eddie George. I love what I see with Hugh Jackson, and and I think that that, that Deion Sanders is the the face right now of HBCU sports and he's taking HBCU sports into the next stratosphere. That said, so during the bowl season, I'm watching the bowls. I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching the national championship. I'm watching the Rose bowl. I'm watching the sugar bowl. I'm watching even the, even the citrus bowl. Even some of the lesser bowls. I, I like even, even the Alamo Bowl. And I'm inundated with this Aflac commercial with Deion Sanders and Nick Saban. So you got you got the 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 biggest name in HBCU FCS coaching. And obviously Goat Saban. 
So you have the biggest names in coaching. Deion Sanders, in my opinion, if there are 22 starting players in the NFL all time, and he's your 22 best, you're, you're all Madden, you're, you're, you're global all Madden team. Deion Sanders is starting at left cornerback, shutting off half the field at that all-time team, saying that he's one of the 22 best players to ever, to ever strap it up. But that commercial for Aflac was an abomination, man. That was some tap dancing, bojangling nonsense. I wish I could say more what I really feel, but A, the FCC would not like it. B, I would lose all my sponsors if I use some of the language that I really want to use in describing. So there's a commercial. It stars Deion Sanders and Nick Saban. They're, they're talking about Aflac insurance and, and insurance and imports of insurance, which is which is which is accurate. I, I talk about insurance all the time. Me and Rampage are we're in the process of putting a campaign together to launch our own insurance brand and kind of be brand ambassadors. I'm continuing to work with Urban One and trying to partner up with some of my sponsors and some of my friends in healthcare to start doing campaigns on Urban One about the importance of insurance and the importance of healthcare and the importance of health maintenance for the African-American Latinx community. That's my business. That's what I do. So that started off good. Then the commercial went off the bleeping rails. Nick Saban, basically, <laughs> there's somebody hands Deion Sanders. So this, is a, this is an insurance commercial. Deion Sanders is where they got the Aflac blazer on. They got the blue blazer on with the Aflac colors. You got the duck in there. Next thing I know, somebody hands Deion Sanders a chain. So Deion Sanders, who, who is dignified, this isn't the Deion Sanders that ran that allegedly ran a 4-1 at the combine at Florida State. This isn't this isn't Deion Sanders from, from 35 years ago. 30 years ago. This is not the Deion Sanders that used to go up against the U back in the day. This is this is grown adult Hall of Famer elite football coach Deion Sanders. Next thing I know, this man's got a got a gold chain on, this huge chain that says Aflac. This diamond encrusted chain that says Aflac. Then they pan, they got they got three girls. I wouldn't say that they're twerking, but you got three girls. It looks like a it's it's not as bad as like a Luke Skywalker video, but it's not. It's not the ideal depiction of African-American women. So you got the gold shade. You got three girls dancing, singing, must be the money. And then you got a college band in the background with the tubas. And they're doing, they're doing, they're doing the old school HBCU musical rendition. So you got the trifecta, man. You got the bling. You got the you got the black women dancing around, singing, and then you got then you got the the college band playing in the background. All of this while Nick Saban, the senior coach, is sitting behind the desk and he's just entertained watching watching this jackassery. And I was looking at that. I was like, man, that's a bad look. I love what Dion is doing. I love Dion personally, but we gotta stop. We gotta stop degrading ourselves in these commercials, man. I know, I know it looks on the surface, it looks like a lot of fun, but there's a lot of symbolism in it. This is this is this is an allegory at its apex. This is Nick Saban, who's bona fide, who's made man, who's 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 the boss of all bosses, 
He's sitting there watching black people bojangling around, dancing around, tap dancing around, making complete arses out of themselves. And he's just kind of sitting there being entertained. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I don't think the son of Deion, Deion Sanders' caliber should lower himself to, to be doing a bling slash twerk slash, hey, must be the money commercial, man. I, I didn't find that entertaining. It did not make me want to want to purchase Aflac insurance. I'm a Geico guy, just, just for the record. I know that Geico doesn't sponsor the show, but if you're listening from Geico and you want to sponsor the show, if you want me to interview that lizard from Geico, I'm happy to interview the lizard from Geico if the price is right. I got a lot of juice, especially in the medical communities. If, you, if, I, if I endorse Geico, you're going to get more sales. So, so DM me at Paragon 7 Studios if, if you're interested in advertising on the show, Geico. But I didn't like that Aflac stuff, man. I was embarrassed. Why is it that with black people and commercials, we got to be out here tap dancing? We got to be out here doing something that just seems stereotypical and offensive and, you know, we're, we're, we're taking this, we're setting ourselves back into the 50s and 40s with this nonsense. Why, why are we doing that? Who, who greenlit that? Who's, who's Deion Sanders' PR people that, that allowed him to, to participate in such chicanery? Now, it's not as bad as the Popeye's commercials. Now, that, that commercial was bad. But the Popeye's commercials, I like Popeye's. I didn't think their chicken sandwich was that good. But the Popeye commercials are the nadir. If I ever bump into that fool last year that's saying that, that the, the, the guy that was literally holding up the bag of chicken saying, ooh, baby, I got Popeye's. If I ever bump into him, it's, it's, it's going, it's bare knuckle MMA on fight. I don't care how much money you give me. I don't care what the situation is. I can't degrade my people. I can't degrade my ancestors. People that raised me, people that poured into me, people that sent me to college, people that encouraged me. I can't degrade my family by being in a viral video holding up a bag or a bucket of chicken, singing about how happy I am to indulge in the aforementioned bucket of chicken. And then we can't, we think that what Deion Sanders did was bad. The the goat of bad commercials, also with Popeyes, is Jerry Rice. If you've never seen the Jerry Rice commercial that he did for Popeyes, that was a sad situation. That I was actually concerned for his well-being. Because I Googled Jerry Rice. And Jerry Rice is worth north of $50 million. And he is the Jerry Rice. I had a, I had a, I had a poster of Jerry Rice running for a touchdown in one of those Super Bowls where they rolled up Denver for like 55 points. And Jerry Rice was one of my, Jerry Rice was one of my idols growing up as a kid. This fool did a commercial. I don't know if they actually aired it because it was so offensive, but he did like a series. He did like a photo shoot. And sometimes stuff you did, I would have been less embarrassed for him if he did a porn photo shoot. Like if he was straight up bang bros, I'm not open my porn, uh, porn hub. If he had did a photo shoot with, with one of the, one of the, 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 the ladies that participate in adult films, I would have been less embarrassed for him. This man showed up basically Popeye's did an ESPN type of set. So you got Popeye's chicken 
but it's like Sports Center. And that and that lady with the southern accent that's peddling diabetes, heart failure, and kidney disease with Popeye's products. She was like an anchor, like Chris Berman. And Jerry Rice was on there. And Jerry Rice, he wore a Popeye's helmet, like a football helmet that had the Popeye's color and the Popeye's logo on it. And instead of having a face mask, there was literally this area with a drumstick. So picture Jerry Rice where the face mask is supposed to be. There's like this rotisserie Popeye's drumstick and they called it a quote taste mask. And he had this big oversized biscuit that was the size of the football and he was posing. He was posing like Desmond Howard when he ran for that touchdown against Ohio state and posed for the Heisman. That was the most embarrassing thing that I've ever, 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 ever seen. We got to do better, black people. We, we, we can't let, when, when, people, when people set us up for the fall, it's okay to say no. All money is not good money. You could pay me enough money to, to do a radio show with instead of a microphone, I'm talking into a bleeping drumstick. That's absolutely, unequivocally unacceptable. Paragon 7 Studios. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J wishing you a happy and healthy new year. We are excited to launch Lance J Plus, a new series of uncensored podcasts, training development videos, and webinars germane to healthcare and curated by yours truly. In 2022, Paragon 7 Studios is expanding our media reach for consulting clients on risk adjustment, star ratings, clinical operations, and value-based care models. Our intricate knowledge of the healthcare industry and our partnership with Urban One makes us an unstoppable force. For additional details, follow us on Instagram at Paragon 7 Studios. That's at Paragon 7 Studios.